Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Manifesting works, guys. You should do it. But also, that goes both ways. If you are constantly speaking negative things into your life, you're going to attract negative things. Everyone thinks manifesting is just like, oh my gosh, like, please, like, make my ex text me. Like, no, if you are manifesting bad things into your life, bad things are going to come your way. So you need to just like speak positive things out into the world. Hi guys, welcome back to the Brutally Honest podcast. Um, it's just me today and I'm really excited about it. I actually love doing these solo episodes whenever I watch them back after because I watch all the episodes back before I, you know, show them to all of you. These are always my favorite, so I'm excited to be here by myself. That sounds, honestly, no. <laughs> I am. I'm excited to be here by myself. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about um, what I've been up to the past couple of like honestly week I, I don't know why I'm like weeks no you guys see me every week but I've been up to the past week we're gonna do a little little something that's a little emotional we're gonna talk I'm gonna answer questions kind of interview style about things that I would tell my younger self and that's a little intense it's pretty crazy because I I love my younger self she was really cute so yeah I'm gonna answer those questions and then I'm gonna do the little TMI girl talk for you guys again because I love doing that and I love answering girls' questions. Also, I'm doing the brutally honest segment at the end. Yeah. It's been pretty good. I always say that, you know what? That's exactly how I always start my therapy sessions. I go, I've been pretty good. And then she kind of tilts her head at me and I'm like, okay, yeah, well, here's actually what's been going on. <laughs> Every time that's how I th- start my therapy session. So as that came out of my mouth, I like knew that that's I always go, I've been pretty good. And then I really get into it. So that's what's happening right now. But I mean, in retrospect, I've been okay. Yeah. I think that June in general is like such a heavy month. I don't, it, it's a heavy month for me, but it's almost over, which is great. I think my biggest thing that I've been going through lately is I've just not been very motivated or like creative at all. And that for me is a big problem because I am a content creator. <laughs> so I need to have like creativity. But lately, I just haven't at all. I haven't posted on YouTube in like three weeks, which is terrible. And I never do that. And I'm beating myself up about it a little bit. But I've been doing the podcast consistently, which is great. That is something I'm proud of. But YouTube, you guys are screaming at me right now. Like <laughs> You guys are begging for it. I'm going to do it, though, this week, hopefully. I also say, the, say these things and then they don't happen. And then you guys get more mad at me. But yeah, I've had this weird creativity block and I just haven't been doing as much as I want to be. But I also know that that's just because I'm like in the month of June and then in July I'll feel better. I want to get back into a routine because I've come to the conclusion and I've realized and I've been talking about this with my like team um, and my manager is that I don't really do good without a schedule. Like I need to be kind of told what to do. And I know that sounds stupid and it makes me kind of sound like a toddler, but Um, I like being told what to do. I like schedules. And I think that's what I'm used to. And also like playing a competitive sport, you know, you, you 
get literally disciplined while playing sports because you have a coach and you have to do what you're told and you have to train for like an end goal. Anyway, I'm ranting, but yeah, I'm good with schedules, which is why I'm always at this podcast because no matter what, it's like this time to this time you have to do this. And I love that because then I do it and I don't have room to be like, well, no, 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 like, no, I just do it. So yeah, that's how, that's what I've been up to is just trying to get back on a schedule and like a routine so that I don't feel unmotivated at the end of the day and I don't like beat myself up and be like, what did you do today? And then, you know, I realized I didn't really do much except like build a Lego set. That's not, that's not the goal here. It's funny because like whenever I do solo episodes, I get really weirdly deep and like, Everyone in this room knows a lot about me. There's people in this room. Everyone knows a lot about me. <laughs> it's really interesting. I always leave these um, episodes and I'm like, wow, everyone just learned so much about me. But because they hear stuff that you guys don't hear. They hear stuff that I cut out. So they know everything I'm saying. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about like things I would talk, say to my younger self about multiple different topics, which is going to be interesting because I have like so much love for my younger self and I like when I think about my younger self I always want to just cry because I'm like wow girl I did you dirty in so many different ways so I I get kind of emotional when I talk about things like this so this is going to be maybe I don't know it'll probably be emotional I'm just warning you guys (laughs) what would I tell younger Sabrina about friendships that I'm going to have in my life I would tell my younger self to make sure to put myself first before other people because I tend I'm a very caretaker like I like to take care of people and in my friendships in my life I've realized now and experienced through a lot of therapy that I tend to um, put other people way before myself all because I love people very in like a very intense way but also because I like to avoid my own problems so if I'm fixing other people's problems then I don't have to fix my own problems and I've realized that So when it comes to friendships, I need to, I would tell my younger self to prioritize myself before any friendship because that has bit me in the ass before. So that was, that's advice wise. But also like something that I've realized is that when any friendship that I've ever had, if it ended badly or if it was a great friendship, um, it all teaches you something and you just have to like find what that is. Because every relationship you're ever going to have, friendship-wise, I guess, since we're talking about this, teaches you something that you can, like, get a positive out of. It doesn't all have to be negative, even if it ended negatively. You know, you can find something positive in it. Wow, I sound like a therapist. (laughs) It's crazy. What would I tell my younger self about my family? I would remind my younger self, because as I grew up and I started to be more independent and I lived... I've, you know, moved across the country when I was 18 years old. I just kind of lost. I I forgot that my family is going to put me first all the time. And like I have three siblings that will do anything for me. And I have a mom and a dad that would do anything for me. And when I kind of got used to not being around them. And whenever I would go through anything or I needed somebody, I would turn to like the immediate people around me, which were my friends and stuff, which is great. But at the end of the day, I have a family that really like values me and wants to help me and wants to know what's going on in my life. And as I grew up, I lost sight of that and I forgot that until this year. Now I'm, I'm like back 
I've realized it. And I was like, wait, why don't I just call my mom? Like if I'm like going through something or I'm like upset, I'm like, why have I not called my mom? And I started doing that again. But for two two years, I completely lost that. And I would tell my younger self to call call dad every day because he will yell at you <laughs> every day. You can't miss a day. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What would I tell my younger self about dating? You guys know me at this point. I um, I have such a weird relationship with love and stuff. Like, and I'm not the smartest when it comes to it. So, I think when it comes to dating, I would just tell my younger self to not take everything so seriously. You know, like dating is called dating for a reason. Like it's not you every guy and girl that you meet is not going to be end game. You know? You don't need to like <laughs> I just ever since I was little I was very like I was such a romantic person and the idea of love was so like it was it was infatuating to me and I tend to just, you know, I meet someone, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what our wedding is going to look like. And this is what our kids are going to look like. I am so, I am so predictable. So yeah, I would tell my younger self, just nothing is that deep. Like just, you're good. (laughs) Take it slow. What would I tell my younger self about my career path? Well, it's not what you think it's going to be. I'll tell you that. You're not a, you're not a vet. (laughs) You're not a vet. Um, You are doing so many really crazy things that like I I don't even know that gosh if honestly if I not even my younger self when I say younger self I imagine like little toddler Sabrina like running around with pigtails but actually like I'm thinking 16 year old me if I told 16 year old me what I'm that I'm filming this right now this podcast episode she would be like what did you do like how did that happen I would just tell my younger self that she's very lucky very very lucky and that like a lot of people would be so like they would want to be in her place and just to be very like thankful when I first got into the industry I kind of lost sight of the fact that I'm in the industry and like that's a really crazy big deal and it's a blessing so yeah but just I don't even know I, I, I don't know what the how to sum that all up but yeah that's what I would say to myself it's, it's all crazy that's it like, your life's your life got crazy what would I tell my younger self about money and my viewpoint on it when I was younger versus now. This is interesting. I I don't think I've ever actually talked about this online. I think I get really weird and uncomfortable when I talk about money online because people just, they take it in so many different ways, which I understand. But I grew up, I started working when I was 14 years old. Um, I worked so many jobs and I was, you know, like, I don't know. I, I had to work. I had to work. And so did my siblings and it was it was interesting for me growing up because I was working and all my friends weren't and that was like weird and I didn't understand it but I didn't mind it I I, you know that's that was my normal and I always had to have a job I was in a position where like 
I needed to work and everyone in my family needed to work to like provide for each other and stuff. And now that I can provide for my family, it is like so mind blowing and it's it's such a blessing. And I I don't know. I I don't know what I would say. This is interesting. I feel like I'm being interviewed. <laughs> I do. This is really interesting. I feel like I'm on a podcast answering questions right now. And I am, but it's mine. I'm the host asking myself questions. This is really cool. Okay. Um, what would I tell my younger self about self-confidence? I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. I well, I've I struggled with an eating disorder my whole life, like since I was 14, since I started playing sports. Um and now I'm in now I'm in the entertainment industry, which is interesting because this is a very kind of cutthroat, like competitive and it's just like a comparing game in this industry. And that it's just like that's just how it is. And everything you do is publicized and everything that, you know, you see you go on Instagram, you see beautiful girls and it's it got harder. It definitely got harder when I moved to Los Angeles it got so much harder and then it got easier because I just kind of got used to it and I realized that you only have one body and you're stuck with it (laughs) so you might as well find things to love in it because it's not going anywhere you know so once I accepted that I was good but it took me a long time and it was all a process. So I don't know. I'd just tell my younger self to hang in there. What would I tell my younger self about fame? I think that there's just so many different levels to it and there's so many ways to look at it. Um, I don't, you know, I would just tell my younger self that all I would say really is like you are going to have an impact in people's lives and people are going to look up to you and watch what you're doing. So make sure what you're doing is meaningful and can help people what would I tell my younger self about love and being in love I would tell my younger self that you can find love and you can like I'm in love with my friends you know like uh, you can find love in ways that aren't romantic because I am a person that uh, literally since I was younger I have always craved love and I crave to feel loved and feel needed and like feel I crave, like, you know, I love loving people and that kind of has just, it hasn't backfired, but it hasn't been the most positive thing growing up because I look for it and I like stay with my, like I've had past um, partners that I stayed with, even though it wasn't right and it was harming me, but just because I was, I needed that validation and I just crave love all the time. So finding love in things that aren't romantic is like really important for me and if I would have told 15 year old Sabrina that that would have saved me a couple of pretty brutal years okay what's something my younger self wouldn't believe if I told them now uh you live in Los Angeles by yourself mom and dad across the country yeah and you you post videos for a living (laughs) Uh uh-huh you do and it's pretty crazy and wild and you live in a really crazy world yep that's it just the los angeles thing would have blown my mind in general because i thought i was going to be stuck in texas my whole life when i was growing up and now i'm here what is something that i thought was going to happen when i was younger and it never did i thought i was going to marry my first boyfriend my childhood you know like my high school boyfriend and that didn't happen 
and you are very lucky that that did not happen. So you're, it's all good. I really was though, like I, I thought that was gonna happen. Truly, I really did believe that. And now look at me. What is something that I would tell my younger self to change? When I say younger self, this is spanning like some of it, like honestly, this one specifically would be younger me that had just moved to LA and had just started the, um, you know, like my career. I would tell my younger self that I don't need to always speak up and like try to defend my, like, you know, some things are just better left alone. People that love you and know you and like they will respect you no matter what. And you don't have to always speak your mind and butt in like some things are fine and they're just left unsaid and everything happens for a reason you know because when I first moved here and like things would happen online I would just always open my damn mouth and it just wasn't beneficial for me because at the end of the day a lot of people don't actually know you and they're not going to listen so just you know let things go things are fine everything will be fine and like in time things pass and that's really it you just got to give everything time you don't need to always just you know you guys get what I mean am I proud of my younger self and would they be proud of me I think that even like if my younger self heard the past year of my life she would first cry (laughs) and then yeah I think she'd be really proud of me because I like even just standing on my own two feet right now is like pretty impressive to me you know all things considered but um yeah I think she would be super proud of me and I am also very proud of her because I don't know she was cool (laughs) she was fine high school me was honestly just like so happy and then me younger self is literally can you could say that what I said 10 minutes ago was my younger self. So I don't know. I think I'm proud of myself all around, so. Okay, guys, we're done with all like the deep, you know, cheesy, corny shit. We can go lighter now and we're gonna answer your TMI questions. I do this little TMI girl talk thing on my YouTube channel. So we're gonna do that again. I'm gonna answer y'all's questions and you know, I overshare about my life so that you guys can learn and hopefully not make the same mistakes I have. All right, these are real questions from Twitter from you guys. These aren't made up. That's terrifying. Because <laughs> you guys don't hold back. I've been on Twitter a couple times. I know I know what's up. I know what you guys were saying. Is there a celebrity I met that wasn't nice? I can't. You guys are so silly. If you guys actually think I'm going to answer that, you're insane. Yes, there is. But am I going to tell you about it? No. I'd rather, you know, keep my sanity I'm not, I'm not answering that. <laughs> but yeah, there is. Um, it's always a 50-50, you know? If a guy is quick to get in a relationship with you, does he truly love you? This is so, um, this is so, I need to know details, guys. Like, if you are, if you're gonna ask me a question like this, I need to know details. You guys need to add more to these so I can give you specific answers. It depends, you know? It's, it depends on the situation, I, you can get into a you can get into a relationship and then fall in love. That's usually how it goes. I think. I don't. I don't think I've ever. Shit. I don't know. Is that just me? Am I crazy? Now I'm really thinking about it. I feel like you start dating and then later in the relationship you say your I love yous. I don't think you say I love you and then start dating. I don't think that's how things usually go. 
But if if I read all the comments and everyone's like, you're insane, I'm going to be really taken back because that's how things have gone in all of my relationships. So I don't know. If he is quick to get into a relationship with you, maybe you're just awesome and he does love you. It just depends on the situation. How do you deal with big changes? I don't. I avoid them at all costs. I'm so bad at the change and like I'm not good at it. So I can't give you guys good um advice here. I'm so bad at it. I avoid change at all costs. I would rather stay in toxic situations than leave them and like experience change and I hate it. I hate change, but I'm working on it. So we can work on it together because I don't know what I'm doing there either to be completely honest with you. Okay, what is the process of writing a book? slash writing in a journal about traumatic situations. I had an interesting process. I had I had just gotten out of the mental hospital and I sat down with my thoughts because okay. Okay, I think this is what happened now that I'm thinking about it. When you're in, when you're in a mental hospital, you literally can can't do anything but think. Like that's all you can do. You don't have your phone. You're not communicating with people. Like you are just kind of stuck there with yourself and you have to reflect. And that's what I was doing. So once I got out, I had collected all of these different thoughts in my head so I just started writing them all down it just kind of like came out of me like it just was literally pouring out of me which is how I wrote my book because two days later I had written 20 chapters and it was really just intense and crazy but it's because I had built up so many things in my head while I was in the mental hospital I don't know I think that was very specific I don't think you guys were asking actually me how I wrote my book but I just answered that anyway you just have to like, as you're feeling the emotions, write them down. Don't, like, wait a couple of days. You should you write everything down as you're feeling it. And date date them, too. That's just a tip. Because then you can look back at it and be like, this is how I was feeling on this day. And it's interesting to compare it, you know, like, comparing it one year later and seeing how much you've grown. It's all, it's very beneficial, and I really recommend it. What is the best lesson you have learned during your life? There are pros and cons to everything. I say this all the time. I'm going to get it like tattooed on me or something. I'm putting it on a shirt. Oh my gosh, I can put it on a shirt. That was actually a really good idea. Uh, yeah, there's pros and cons to everything. Everything. You can find good in everything and you can find bad in everything, which is why you shouldn't look for the bad things. Just, you know, focus on all the good. I mean, unless it's in front of your face, then don't avoid your problems. That could have been taken two different ways. But yeah, there's pros and cons to everything. And, you know, people get really weird when you talk about this, but I do think everything happens for a reason. You can learn and, and you can learn stuff from any situation you have ever been in. You just have to look for it and not dwell on all like the negativity and everything, which is easy to do. And most people do. I do that. Have I ever received something that I manifested? Manifesting works, guys. You should do it. But also that goes that goes both ways. If you are constantly speaking negative things into your life, you're going to attract negative things. So that goes both ways. Everyone thinks manifesting is just like, oh my gosh, like, please, like, make my ex text me. Like, no, if you are manifesting bad things into your life, bad things are going to come your way. So you need to just like speak positive things out into the world. I sound like I have my shit together. I don't. I don't. Because as I'm saying, as these things come out of my mouth, I'm like, shit, maybe I should do that. So I'm I'm learning with you guys. I do not have my shit together, I promise. But when I, when I talk, sometimes I sound really smart. And then I'm like, wait, 
that's not accurate to my life right now. But yeah, I have learned that manifesting goes both ways. People forget that. This is such a great question. I, I struggled with this for a long time. How to avoid talking shit just because the people around you do it. People don't talk about that. That is so much deeper than like it sounds. It's hard. It's so hard not to if everyone around you is. Um, you, I don't know. I kind of sat down with myself and I was like, I, I am not that person. And I don't want to be that person that like speaks poorly about people. Like, especially there's just certain people out there that that's all they do is just like speak about other people. And I've realized that that's just not my character and I don't want it to be and I don't want to be perceived that way. Honestly, once you catch yourself doing it, because it's easy to do it and not realize it. But once you catch yourself doing it and you like realize it, then you can pull yourself back and stop. You just have to like be more aware of what you're saying and like the weight of your words because it's easy to do it and not realize it, which I understand. Like people, it's not, it's so common. This is such a common thing that people don't talk about. But if you catch yourself doing it, you can, you can like redeem yourself and just reel yourself back. You just have to be, just, just like keep it in, keep it at the top of your head, you know? And if someone's talking shit, that doesn't mean you have to talk shit. You can just shut up. (laughs) You can just shut up and listen or leave, you know? There's solutions. How do you start? (laughs) Jesus. How do you start liking someone new after a hard breakup? I don't know, guys. Guys, I can't I can't win them all. I don't know all the answers. I'm trying. Um, I don't know. It's so hard. And again, did you do you guys let's rewind a couple questions to the whole I hate change thing. I hate it and I am not good at it and I I will hold on to something as long as I can so I can avoid change. So, I don't know. I think you have to remind yourself. I, you know what? I have no I don't know what the is about to come out of my mouth because I have no idea what I am saying. <laughs> I don't I have no advice. I started saying the sentence and I was like, what are you like what are you what are you about to say right now? You know what you're talking about. I would just say to give yourself time and make sure you've had enough time before liking someone. Like you make sure you give yourself the time to heal because then you're just gonna end up hurting that person that you are quote unquote liking. Because if you are if you aren't healed then it's not real. I need help with staying away from my toxic ex. She's always checking on me. And as much as I won't go back because I know I shouldn't, it's getting really hard. Damn it, guys. Okay, I take back what I said. I need more details. Like, why did y'all break up? What did she do? What did you do? I want all of it. I want the story times so I can react. But fine. Fine. Maybe you should block her because she won't be able to check on you. If she can't get a hold of you. And I actually had a conversation about this with my manager the other day. Wow, she's like, she's the hot topic today. I've been talking about her all day. She told me that I tend to like be in situations or like remove myself from situations because I know they're bad for me. But I leave that door cracked open. And leaving that door cracked open allows whoever it is to walk back in, you know? So if you want to get out of a situation, you want it to end and you know it's not good for you, you need to close the door. Because if you leave it cracked open, it's going to fly right open. Like a breeze of wind comes in, the door's going to fly wide open. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. Block her. That's my, that's my advice. Block her. You can unblock her later, like once you've both healed. But it's hard to get over something if you're 
being constantly reminded of it. So cut off that communication. No contact. Go no contact. Yeah. Now I'm doing the Brutally Honest segment that I just started doing on this podcast. And I'm basically just going to give you guys my Brutally Honest opinion on a topic. And today's topic, there was two options. I'll tell you guys both and then I'll talk about the one I want to talk about. There was thoughts on gaslighting and thoughts on kissing slash hooking up on the first date. I'm not going to talk about gaslighting because honestly, to this day, I still don't know what that means. Like, I really, I'm trying to figure it out. But if I'm being gaslit, I'm not going to know I'm being gaslit because I'm being gaslit. <laughs> like, I never, I don't know. I never figure it out. I'm working on that. I have no idea what that means still. Unless, I don't know, maybe some people are more self-aware than I am. Most people are. But, <laughs> hey, okay, I'm not going to talk about that because I, I, I don't have any opinion on it. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> thoughts on kissing slash hooking up on the first date. I will talk about that. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. If in the moment you want to kiss them, kiss them. If in the moment you want to hook up with them, hook up with them. Why would you just do whatever you want? It's like, who knows? You guys might end up getting married. Maybe not. Who cares? In that moment you wanted to do it. You're all good. Like, I don't think there needs to be this big stigma around it. It's all just like what you want to do, what you're feeling. It's it's literally up to you. It doesn't, you don't have to like care about the stigma. Like, don't kiss on the first date. Why not? Just do whatever you want. I don't know why it has to be such a big deal. I think that everyone is entitled to whatever they want to do, you know? It's not gonna, it's not the end of the world if you kiss someone on the first date. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is such a big deal for no reason. Like, literally do whatever you want. Like, if you want to kiss them and they want to kiss you, then kiss. Boom. Fireworks. Sparks fly. Amazing. You guys will get married. Maybe. I don't know. See, that's how my mind works. And that's why I don't know what I'm talking about half the time. Because I'm a little delusional. Yeah. Okay, guys. That's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for being here. You can follow me on all social platforms at Sab Quesada and Sabrina Quesada on YouTube. Even though I haven't posted in three weeks, please don't kill me and don't yell at me. I know. Guys, I get it. And um, you can subscribe to this podcast video format on Past Your Bedtime's YouTube channel. And you can listen to this on all streaming platforms. Please actually tell me what you do while you listen to this podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out with me. Bye. <laughs>